Yo, what's up, Aaron? I had a great weekend. I went to Trivecta and I got puked on. Ooh, <laughs> you did have a great weekend. Oh my gosh. How far into the night was the puke? 2 a.m. It was a little after 2 a.m. And yeah, this homie just like, he like kind of stumbled over one of the dividers. And so I thought he was gonna fall. So Frenchie and I went to, you know, catch him. And then all of a sudden I am warm and wet. (laughs) And I look down and yeah, my left leg from like my thigh to my knee, my left side of my pashmina drenched part of my t-shirt. Drenched? Yeah, Frenchie only got it on like her wrist, but it was all over me. (laughs) Wow, check that off of the rave bingo card, get yacked on. I mean, you know, it was an 18 plus show, so things get hairy. Mm. (laughs) You know what? I I was happy that it happened to me and not someone else because that's the kind of thing that would ruin someone's night. And for us, I was like, you know what? I'm brushing it off. Like these tickets were Frenchie's Christmas gift from me, so... We just went to the bathroom really quick, you know, washed it off, put my leg under the hand blow dryer (laughs) and went back out there. Stayed till close and got a falafel sandwich and went home. (laughs) I feel like you should get like a medal or something for that, like some kind of rave badge. Thank you. And you know what? I tweeted Trifecta the next day talking about it. And then he like quote tweeted it and wrote back, oh, He couldn't have been a day older than 21, so it was, he was a literal baby. Like a little baby. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into Plurality, the number one peaceful puking podcast in all the land. <laughs> peaceful puking, love that. <laughs> My name is Mikey. I'm joined by DJ E-Mood, and this is a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people with episodes every other Wednesday. Wow, I got nothing after the peaceful puke story, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I figured you couldn't top that. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't think it's toppable. Unless, like, a human being physically, like, shit on you from the clouds. Maybe, like, if they were on, like, a rooftop. <laughs> but even so, logistically, a lot has to happen. Dropping bombs here. <laughs> <laughs> bombs only. Bombs away. Hey, did you read that? Uh, We got a really nice message from a nice young lady named Lily on Instagram. I did see that. What up, Lily? What's up, Lily? She wants us to go to Lost Lands. What do you think, Mikey? <laughs> hey, I'm going to email Lost Lands, see if they can yeah. give us free shit. Yep, that's the move right there. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I would also pay to go to Lost Lands. I wasn't planning on it this year, but maybe. I wasn't planning on it, but I ain't going to rule it out. Uh, let's talk about some music. What you think? Y'all ready for my job of the week? Drop Drop of the the week. week. We're going to do drop of the week. We're going to run it back with soft sounds after. Excited for that one. And then close it out with unwritten rave rules. So I'm excited. And Moody's going to lead us off. Let's do it. So this guy is stupid talented. Stupid. Stupid talent. (laughs) The New Yorker in me, you know, comes out every now and then. (laughs) Yeah, let's just get right into it. This track is called Wolf by Dairo. Okay, we're getting started hot here.
<laughs> Ooh, that little acid in there now? Yes. Doesn't that just give you goosebumps? That's a heater. <laughs> True heater. Like, so good. <laughs> so, uh, our homie Dairo, his real name is Jordy Van Egmond. He is a 30-year-old DJ producer from Leiden, Netherlands. And his sound is spread across a bunch of genres, bass house, electro house, EDM trap, and drum and bass. He has released a million remixes, so many. A few of those names are Rihanna, Nikki Romero, Calvin Harris, Katy Perry. And he's also collaborated with a handful of artists that are amazing, like Tiesto, Hardwell, and David Guetta. Mm -hmm. Yes. He was one of the first artists ever signed to Hardwell's record label, Revealed Recordings, in 2010. And since then, he's released four EPs, three compilation albums, and countless singles and remixes. Other labels you can catch him on outside of Revealed Records are Spinning Records, Monster Cat, Stamped Records, Hexagon, and the list goes on. I actually had the pleasure to see him live in like 2016, I think it was. I saw him at play at a, a venue in Brooklyn called Skomansky. 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 And I actually went to that show by myself, so it was just me. And Dairo. Just me and Dairo, yeah. And I actually, <laughs> when I bought the tickets, I didn't even really know much music by him. So I kind of went into it like without knowing like any of his tunes and uh yeah i was really glad i went because i was vibing the whole time right front and center and i remember when he played this song i, I was fucking lost my mind <laughs> another one of my favorites is he did a remix of a cruella song it's th the letter two c the number yeah the, two. the number two. Oh, i mean like not the t-w-o <laughs> like the number the numeral two i know <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that Corolla song? I'm too high to care. No, I don't. Oh my god, dude, it's so good. Throwing down. Got you. Got you. Whew. 100%. I mean, every remix of that song is incredible. So please, everyone, go check it out. That song is a fucking banger. So good. Damn, I'm going to have to listen to Dairo. You said he does DMB too. That was just some nasty dubstep. Yep. And then Bass House and yep. Electro House, Trap. Mm, scrumptious. He's all over the place. And he does like a bunch of remixes of mainstream pop artists and he flips them and makes them sound fucking amazing so yeah dairo go check him out the youngest ever highest entry in the acclaimed dj mag top 100 poll oh i didn't know that these spotify uh, bios are always the best remaining in the top 30 echelons of this prestigious list for three consecutive years speaking of prestigious uh events we just got to give a big shout out to beyonce for her work in the electronic you know even if you paid for it, it's okay. You still get it. You broke the record. High five, Queen B. <laughs> you saw what, like, Diplo, the camera cut to him? They paid for that. Like, they bought that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they bought that. I did catch that on EDM train, and, you know, I mean, and Diplo's worked with Beyonce before, and they're buddies, like. Yeah. Everyone knows what's happening. Yeah. You know, my only, I don't really care that Beyonce paid for it and like got the Grammy, like well-deserved, congrats. And I, I appreciate that she shouted out the queer community in her acceptance speech. However, she missed 
a grand opportunity to shout out a black trans queer legend who worked on her album honey dijon she missed her chance to go go what are you doing dude why are you doing that she's like scrape hey coco's like stop talking about beyonce yeah she's like bitch she's the queen <laughs> my queen um she missed the opportunity to shout out a- another queer black DJ producer who was another legend, Green Velvet. And you know, like she didn't have to shout out Skrillex, but she could shout out Black Coffee, like another black artist who worked on the album. Like it just really blows my mind that she didn't at least say something about Heidi Dijon because it's like, she's black, she's a woman, she's queer, she's trans, like girl. Girl. Oy. Anyhow. I also think it's indicative of how people perceive the genre that we love this genre of electronic dance music. And I saw on Twitter, someone said it, it defines what electronic music is by virtue of how it's marketed instead of how it's made in the actual originators and composers of it. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, I like that point. No, for sure. I totally agree with all the people who are like, why doesn't the electronic music scene have its own awards? Cause think about it, dude. Like it could be massive. Like so many genres too. So many genres. Like you'd probably have more awards than the Grammys because you have so many like, yeah. <laughs> to give out, you know? You could have just the dubstep awards and the house awards and the techno awards. Truly. You know, these all could have their own awards. Absolutely. So I do support that and I do support Beyonce and I support all the amazing producers on the album and congrats. She 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 broke a record. That's amazing. Records are cool. Yeah, most most Grammys ever. Even though Odessa should have won, but whatever. <laughs> Shout out Beyonce. <laughs> Diplo was one of the other ones, right? It was Diplo. Diplo was one, and Rufus do soul. Rufus and Odessa, both my boys. Neither of them won. Ugh, a travesty, but. We'll move on. It's all we can do. Well, she's broken the record now, right? So she she made history. Maybe, right? maybe she won't do it again. <laughs> Although now that she's done it, who knows who else will do it? Watch watch a country artist stop like Just hire stop. a bunch of EDM producers. <laughs> stop it right now. And then now. enter the um, best dance electronic album. Uh, Kane Brown is gonna win. Kane Brown and Marshmallow for their song. Oh my god, yeah, Marshmallow. That's funny. Anywho. I like that song that you played, though. Thank you. Back when you played that drop of the week. Remember that? Which one? Wolf. Oh, Dyro. <laughs> yes. What you got for us this week, Mikey? I got something a little different flavor. It's called Goodbye Star Girl by Sapient Dream. Three, two, one. So take me to the star.
I like that. Yeah, kind of in the theme of soft sounds today. There's a nice soft little drop for everybody. Sorry, mine was the opposite. <laughs> no, it's good. I think we needed the the heat. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk about this one because sapient dream. Well, the word sapient means intelligent, able to think.、Uh, sapient dream is an alias of Slushy, a very well known and talented DJ producer. Real name Julian Scanlon. 25 years old from New Jersey. Now Slushy's known for making dubstep, future bass, electro house, progressive house, trap. In contrast, Sapient Dream is known for you know ambient, down tempo music, and that song that just played is off of an album called Dream. Sapient Dream has followed that up with Dream Two and Dream Three, as well as an instrumental version of Dream Two and a deluxe version of Dream Three. So a lot of music that Slushy has put out as a Sapient Dream, and it's cool to see a project like that do really well. A lot of songs on there that have a lot of a lot of listens on the old Spotify. So I think it's done good, and it pleases my ears. Love that. I didn't know that Slushy had any aliases. So this is exciting to find out. Is this like a more recent endeavor? So this album came out in 2018, the first one. Nice. I know you're a slushy fan. I am a slushy fan. I've never seen him live. Yeah, me and Vanna saw him at Big Night Live before COVID. This man threw down. There was so much fire. There was so much pyro at this show. It was hot, 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 hot. A lot of dubstep. Gigi Magri also opened, and she threw down. Maybe harder. She was a baller. <laughs> Damn, the opener was harder than the the headliner. You know what? I don't want to cause any drama. I don't want to start <laughs> nothing. They were both great. Oh, trust the Beyonce news is gonna be <laughs> is gonna be at the top of our inboxes for the next month. <laughs> for sure. But、uh, Sapient Dreams bio on Spotify is just turn your brain off for a while. So if you're just trying to turn it off for a while. I would recommend. He also just dropped the EP called Songs I Wrote for You. You. And me, and you, and them, and Plurbies, and everybody, everybody in the world. Have you ever seen that video on YouTube?、Um, End of the world. No. <laughs> it was from when I was like in high school slash beginning of college. It came out. And... One of the like OG YouTube videos. Exactly, and everyone knew End of the world. You should sample this. <laughs> Actually, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching this video. It's hilarious. Okay, so here's the Earth. Dang, that is a sweet Earth, you might say. Round. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> Sapient dream. End of the. <laughs> we'll sample it and put it on top of that song that we just listened. To. That's gonna be the title of this episode. End of the world. <laughs> Keep going. It's it's not that long. We're definitely going to blow ourselves up. Okay. So basically, we've got China, France, <laughs> India, Israel, Pakistan, Russia, the UK, and us with nukes. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Those Chinese sons of bitches are going down. So we launch a nuke at China. China's like shit, shit. Now we have nuclear winter. I love the internet. The one when they're talking to France is the best. He's like, fire the missiles. She's like. But I'm really tired. He said, "Okay, have a nap. Send files and missiles." Shit, guys, the missiles. Australia is always like, "WTF, mate?" I can't believe I hadn't seen this. This was really good.
It's one of the gems. Yo, you could totally turn that whole thing into a song of some kind. No, it's a great idea. I'm definitely going to think about that. <laughs> and as you're thinking, we're going to move on into soft sounds. Moody's got something soft for us first. This is a tune that it's a great song to listen to in the morning in particular, because even if I'm not in this setting, when I listen to this song, I think of being on a porch with a tea or a coffee, like overlooking some beautiful landscape, whether it be the beach or just anything. It's just such a calming song and brings lots of joy. Yes, Moody, take us there. Let's do it. The porch, kicking it. The porch, kicking it, yep, for sure. So this tune is called Every Day the Sun Comes Up by DJ Counseling. track so we don't have to keep going <laughs> where did you discover this where did i discover this well dj counseling not this tune there was a different one yes i found this tune everybody and i really dug the song it was probably on my discover weekly this tune and um yeah i fell in love with this track and then I heard that other one that we just listened to and I was like, wow, this, this guy keeps getting better somehow. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Mm. Yeah. vocal edits in there in this one yeah do you like it when they put in uh vocal edits <laughs> well it's okay i mean you know <laughs> it's all right <laughs> maybe perhaps so uh the first tune we listened to every day the sun comes up was released as a single in february 2021 dj counseling is a dj and producer from london england he is known for making deep house and electronica tunes. He started releasing music in 2000. Well, I don't know why it's so hard for me to read this fucking date. He started. <laughs> it's 2002, so it's it not is that hard. The end of the world. <laughs> end of the world. He started releasing music in 2002 and has produced two EPs plus many, many singles since then. His single, Cool Air, was named as one of Spotify's best electronic songs of 2021. Both Every Day the Sun Comes Up and Cool Air passed 1 million streams on Spotify in March of last year. So he's been making tunes since 2002, but the recognition has hit in the last like three or four years. So I caught him right when 
everyone else seems to be catching him. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. He makes really um, relaxing music. Well, that is cool. That's inspiring as content creators and podcast co-hosts stick with it. Who knows when the recognition will come? It don't matter. Just do our thing. Exactly. Uh, Frenchie and I saw a video on Gary V's page yesterday of <laughs> this kid who just launched their own company. They are the CEO of a, a company and they're 10 years old. Oh. And Gary V spoke to this kid at like a Q&A session like a couple years before they launched their idea. And at like the Q&A, the kid was like, the adults around me think that it cannot start a company on my own, even though I think I have this brilliant idea. And he was like, do you believe in yourself? She was like, yeah. And then he's like, fuck it, go do it. <laughs> and now like the kid literally like launched their company. They're fucking 10. The kid says bet. Legit. <laughs> and he's doing it. Gary Vee posted, he did like this little edit of that Q&A and then like the announcement that the kid was That's launching cool. their own company. And then you see him present day being like, see, I told you this kid was going to be something. And like, look at them, they're doing it. And I'm like, dude, Gary Vee is so fucking cool. He's the best. Just do it. Make your dreams come true. What smooth grooves do you have for us, Mikey? What smoothie groovies do I have? I have a San Holo song because San Holo honestly was made to be featured in this segment. I can't disagree with that. Or this segment was made to, I don't know. End of the world. I mean, kind of. This is called <laughs> In Case I Never See You Again. So if the world is going to end, in case I never see you again. It goes hand in hand. China's like, shit, 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 shit. Who fired the missiles? Well, still relevant today, even though that video came out like 20 years ago. Maybe more relevant. Coco, get down. In Case I Never See You Again by San Holo and Analog Deer. <laughs> What's Coco doing now? She's trying to get into this fucking closet. All right, she's down. Go ahead. Five minutes of this song and it's all very beautiful and the end particularly I think is very nice should you guys choose to give it a listen on your own time 
Son Holo, he just has a special place in my heart. He's a guy who, you know, spent a lot of time listening to good times and bad times. Son Holo is actually so fun to see live because, like we were talking about last time and how you like to engage with the audience, he's of the same mind. And he is looking, purveying the crowd, pointing at people, doing hearts at people, smiling at people, waving at people. Like everyone who went to a Son Holo show and is standing near the front, they swear that San pointed and smiled at them. Like that's how he makes everybody feel. Mm. And that's such a cool feeling to walk away from a set having. Kind of like a shared experience with the performer. So I really appreciate that about Mr. San Holo. For sure. How many times have you seen him live? Uh, Three. Were they all his tours or did you see him at a festival too? I saw him on a boat in Boston, Ooh. which was a very fun set. That was like high energy. And then opening for Odessa back-to-back nights in uh, New York City, yeah, yeah. Forest Hills Stadium. Forest Hills. So I've seen him twice, and the two sets I saw of him were vastly different. Yeah. Because the first time I saw him was EDC Orlando 2019, and he was on main stage Kinetic Field, and his set was so much Fun, so much fun. Upbeat the whole time, no lulls, always up, high energy, like smiling from ear to ear from beginning to end. And then the second time I saw him was at Brooklyn Mirage last year and it was raining. Um, he opened for Madion. In that set, he played live. He didn't do a DJ set. Like, he had all of his instruments and everything. Yeah. And it was very, 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 very sad. (laughs) (laughs) You got the extremes of Sun. And it was raining. So it's like we're watching Sun Holo sing, Baby, you okay? In, in, In the rain. I totally respect both sides of him. I think he is incredibly talented, even the sad boy stuff. Extremely talented musician. Like you said, sings, plays the piano, keyboard, guitar. So this song is off of an EP that he released May of 2020. So a few months after the world shut down. I remember when it came out and listening to it. Seven songs, 30 minutes. Nice release. Another cool thing that San does is in his like handle, specifically on Twitter, I think, he has like a percentage next to his name. It's kind of a thing that's caught on around EDM Twitter. Mm-hmm. But that's just like kind of his percent of uh, how he's feeling. So it could be 60%, could be 87% if he's feeling way up there, could be 25% if he ain't feeling so hot. But he's very open about his mental health and encouraging others to be very open about how they're feeling, when they're feeling it. And I think that's a cool message to share with others. That's very cool. I did not know. I mean, I knew he had a percentage, but I didn't know that that was the reason behind it. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So if you don't know who this guy is, his real name is Sonder Van Dijk. I'm not really sure if I said that right, but he's a 32-year-old Dutch DJ producer musician from Zotermeer, Netherlands. And I, I mean, I think we talked about him a lot besides that. That's that's the only other information you're missing, really. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Sun Holo. Think we put anybody to sleep yet? These sounds cannot get any softer. <laughs> the softest sounds in all the land. <laughs> we just play silence next time for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I hear like a moving truck in the background. I think you're right. <laughs> Well, now that we're all asleep. (laughs) Okay, let's wake up. 
That's soft sounds. Thanks, y'all, for coming. We got one more segment to go on this episode. Unwritten rave rules. Moody, what is your rave rule for today? My rave rule for today is to be in the moment. Just be present. So many times we go to festivals and shows and whenever you take your phone out to take a video, then that reminds other people that, oh, hey, I could be doing that too. And then everyone has their phones out. But I am by no means against people taking videos and photos and things during sets. Of course you should do that. But these things are fleeting moments in time and we've really got to soak them in while we're in it. And the more you look at your phone to look at social media or to text or to take photos or videos, it's like, yeah, you're remembering a moment in a different way. But it, like, if you do that so much, you won't remember any of the actual experience, you know? So you're almost more likely to miss moments if you're always on your phone. You're going to miss the vibes. <laughs> you could miss it. Sometimes, you know, we'll be at a show. And it's just happening. You can hear it. You can see it. The vibes are coming from the stage. They're coming from around you. And you just look around and you're like, oh, this is it right now. Like there's a moment happening. Like be in this. There's, have you seen uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? I don't think so. Oh, what a good movie. And there's a scene at the end. There's a photographer and he's trying to capture a really rare snow leopard or something. They're really hard to capture. And it comes up on his screen. He's got his lens and you can see it. And the main character's with him. And he's like, oh, are you going to take the picture? And he's like, sometimes if I like a moment, if I really like it, I just stay in it. Just for me. I don't click capture. Hmm. Just kind of preserve that moment. And that's something that always resonated with me. I was like, okay, just be in it when you're in it. I love that. That is so cool. And from all of my like favorite movies... Like, especially in like the MySpace days and the AIM profile days, like I would put my away message as like a really good quote from a movie I love, like The Matrix <laughs> or something. Yeah. I love that The Matrix is the one. <laughs> oh, dude, The Matrix series is in like my top five favorite movies of all time. So can I say that the first Matrix is unbelievable? And I think that they're not great after that. The second one is not terrible. So I like them all. Even even the new one, I, I had love for it because it just made me like miss all the characters so much. I mean, and also Morpheus wasn't in it. There was the younger guy playing Morpheus. Oh, you're like a Matrix dude. You like that shit. Oh, yeah. I just told you it's like my top movie of all time. Okay, so <laughs> do you think that we're all really in goo pods and this is a simulation? I do think there's like some version of the matrix that exists. I don't know that it's us in pods empowering the machine city. <laughs> mm. Or we could be at the precipice of the turn of that with all this AI like starting to take over. Precipice. We could be at the precipice. It is possibly the end of the world. End of the world. I mean, one way or another, honey, we're going down, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go to some raves between now and then. So when you're at your raves, be fucking present. <laughs> be in those moments. <laughs> I like your rave rule. That's a good one for everybody. Thanks, man. Yeah. I feel like for the rave rule specifically, we're eventually going to run out of things to say. <laughs> nope. Unlimited. Nope. We're just going to keep thinking of things. <laughs> we'll see.
my rave rule uh, kind of goes hand in hand with my first rave rule ever. If anyone remembers, uh, excuse me, sorry, when you need to escape a crowd, make sure you're saying your excuse me's and your sorry's and your thank yous. Excuse me, sorry, sorry, excuse me, thank you, thank you, excuse me, slide by. But sometimes it's it's just not going to happen. It's a thicket in there. Honestly, the older I get, the less I go into the thicket. Cause man, it do be some thickets. I gotta say, like, yeah. I can't even imagine what like the rail is like these days. It seems like crazy just to get there. Truly, and if you want to be there, like, you have to fucking stay there and like not go to the bathroom. Oh, it's a commitment. No bathroom. Load up on your water. You're in it. Truly, unless it's like during the day. Yeah, definitely for like the nighttime is when it gets crazy. Yeah, when we were at James Hype, we were at the rail, and sometimes you can find a little pocket of of yeah. space because so many people in the back were like, "Yeah, I'm not even trying." Yeah, but I agree with you. Like 95 percent of the time, I'm not trying to be anywhere near the middle or the front because it's just too crazy. People are pushing and. I can't vibe if I don't have enough room to dance. Like, no, I need some space. All that being said, sometimes when you're in trouble, you're stuck. You can't get out of the crowd. When in doubt, you just got to dance your way out. You just got to boogie. You got to bop. You got to tiptoe. Keep the excuse me sorry's going, but keep the vibe going. And honestly, it does open up a lot of lanes to escape the madness. Yep. And also if you're like dancing while you're leaving the crowd, it's easier for the people who you're walking toward to see that you're trying to leave because sometimes when people are leaving, they like are really mousy about it <laughs> and like the people who are still vibing like don't really like know that you're leaving. So like and also just like if you're dancing that makes other people want to dance. So mm-hmm. keep the vibes up. Keep it going. You know what? You can dance your way out. You can also dance your way in. I think that's honestly a better way to get in than, I don't know, holding hands with 20 people and just barging through a crowd. Absolutely. I'm about done with that. People need to chill with some of that stuff. (laughs) Chill out. Yeah, whenever I see trains like that now that have like 10 people and it's already super crowded at the front, it's like, dude. And like the guy at the front of this train is like charging. It's like, ugh, do a little bit less. And then it's always wherever they stop, everyone around them is like, really? This is where you fucking yeah, decide? You're stopping right here. And then they like separate other friend groups because now... You're cutting groups in half and some people are on one side of you. And yeah, it's... So stupid. Dance your way in, dance your way out, and just try not to be a, a jerk too much. That's that's the basics. Or at all. What a concept. What a concept. <laughs> that's it. Mikey, did you ever think that you would have a podcast about raving? No, I never really did until like a year ago is when I had the idea. And you knew right away you wanted me? (laughs) Literally, I was like, moody or nothing else. Moody or nothing. Genuinely, I don't think I would have done it if you hadn't said yes. No? No. No, because like, you're the perfect person for it. You have all the the credentials <laughs> and you're like really cool and a homie wow thank you yeah i never thought i would be doing this and even when you asked me at first i was like you were hesitant <laughs> you were a smidgen hesitant frenchie texted me and she was like this is a great idea stick with it i was like i fucking love you frenchie yeah she definitely was like Aaron, think about it and i was like well the thing was i was still at my full-time job at StubHub, so like I just felt like I didn't have enough time to do all of the things. 
But then she really talked me into it. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and I'm so happy she did. I'm so happy she did too. Because this is fun. This is 18 episodes we have done. There's legitimate human beings who we do not know or have not met who have listened to this podcast. It makes me feel excited for the future. Yo, same. And you know, we're getting close to that 20th episode. Yep. You know what they say about episode 20. What do they say about episode 20? As soon as you hit 20 episodes, you're better than all the other podcasts who did not get to 20 episodes. That's just a fact. <laughs> 21 on the way. <laughs> Many more to come. And if you're listening right now and you would like to go give us a follow, we would love that. We are at Plurality Pod on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Ooh, you know what else? Tell me. There's a great opportunity out there for any Plurbies listening. The opportunity to be the first person ever to leave a review on Plurality on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. I don't know. You could be the first. You could be the first and maybe we'll give you something. <laughs> we will shout you out. Win a shout out on the pod. If we ever do make t-shirts, we should send a t-shirt to our first reviewer. I think it's a great idea. And yeah, we should definitely make t-shirts. What are you going to send the people home with today? Going to Panda. Okay, my sign off this week is... Peace, love, and the skinny, because you can catch me at the skinny in the Lower East Side in Manhattan on Friday the 17th. It's gonna be lit. If you live in New York City, please stop by. We're gonna be upstairs. We make a little rave cave up there. We do house and techno, and Frenchie will be there, and our little homies will be there. So come check us out. And also, if you wanna hear all the music that was played in this episode, You'll have to go to DJ Emood's Spotify. You can just search E-Mood on that joint. And you can have all the playlist episodes and the revivals. Thank you. Yeah. Daydreams. <laughs> I really enjoy just vibing the music with you, homie. We have a good time. We do have a good time. The next Beyonce song is going to sound like this. I would love it if Beyonce dropped a song that sounded like this. Me too. So, like, this is bass house. I would say so, yeah. But the other part's trappy. Yeah. I was trying to, like, decide if this would go in a certain playlist or not, and I couldn't, like, put my finger on it. I hate that. I'm like, I want to save this song. I don't know what genre it is. Where do I yeah. put it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like doing this. I'm excited to keep doing this. Thank you, Moody, for being here. Thanks to any listeners out there. I guess we'll talk to you next time for episode number 19. Love you, Blairbees. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Later.